0: and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm Jen Zetrauer, and this is a podcast all about navigating life in your 20s. Here we have a lot of fun as we discuss what it's like to follow God into the somewhat daunting phase of life called adulthood. I have by no means mastered the sacred art of adulting, but I have plenty of wisdom and funny stories to share about how I have stumbled through this phase of my life. You're listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up class is now in session. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am beside myself oozing, what a gross word, (laughs) oozing, exploding (laughs) with joy because did you hear that laugh? It wasn't (laughs) mine. I have my first ever (laughs) special guest on the podcast today and her name is Emily Leanne. Wilkerson. There's the middle name. There is the middle name. And Hello. I wonder if you can hear my stomach growling really loud. <laughs> I'm not even hungry, but it's making some some sounds. So if if you guys happen to hear that, I'm fine. Um, but today I have Emily with me on the podcast <laughs> and we're, we're going to have a lot of fun today. We already are. Uh, when we get together, you just, you never know what's going to happen.
1: No, you really don't. So, um, (laughs) like that trailer that just (laughs) zoomed on by. Speaking of trailers,
0: um, me and Emily uh, have been talking with Melissa about some funny (laughs) things with trailers. So, be on the lookout for a podcast one day in the future (laughs) about traveling. So, hmm, that's another story for another day. But... Today, while I have Emily here, um, I want to start out. Wow. <laughs> My stomach is lurching and making some really funny <laughs> sounds. So I'm going to try not to. Uh, Said, hey, I have something to say. Yes, <laughs> stomach. What is it? Um, so today, though, Emily, yeah. I I like to start out the podcast by talking about a couple of things I am loving. And I want to know, um, you're in town. Like, what are some things we're going to be loving this week? <clears throat>
1: um <sighs> popcorn movies yes girly time painting nails ooh. doing face masks face masks, um <laughs> a nice little face mask um let's see driving around with the windows down listening yes. to our favorite music maybe Fleetwood Mac may ooh, not be ooh. who knows um just being our own selves, maybe have it. a little sunroof moment. Sunroof moment. I think this time I'm going to have to wear
0: a dress with bell sleeves so that as <laughs> we're driving and hanging out of the sunroof, yes. I can spread my wings. And you look like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. <laughs> and I will literally look like Stevie Nicks flying yeah. away. So. <laughs> yes. So, yes, you said my favorite word, popcorn. Popcorn is something I'm loving and Emily doesn't know this, but um, and I was going to save it as a surprise, but I feel like why not just go ahead and tell you guys, because I always love to recommend something I'm loving. Okay. One thing I bought for Emily, um, for this week was about five different flavors of Boom Chicka Pop popcorn. Yes. I had them hidden along with like every flavor of, um, Haribo gummy Oh my candy goodness. because I knew when we watched our movies, we were going to eat Boom Chicka Pop yes. drinks. Some sparkling waters, and partake of some gummies, maybe some peanut m ms Come on, somebody. So, okay, I don't remember what all the flavors are, but there's a new one. I know you're going to love it because Jesus has cured you from your cinnamon allergy. (gasps) It is the cinnamon roll popcorn. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I'm legitimately so beside myself. So I have that. I have... um, a couple of the ones that were from christmas but okay. they they're still around and they don't expire yeah. for a long time they, um, I think I got, like, the Animal Cracker one oh, and yes. um, the Cocoa one that we love. Yes, that one was so good. And I want to say I even got the um, Dark Chocolate Drizzle, Yes, which is my personal favorite. Another fan favorite. <laughs> Another fan. I feel like it's, like, sea salt dark chocolate, so it's the Sweet yeah. and Salty. There might be one more. You already know I also got you the Cheddar and the Sweet and Salty. So, Amen. literally, Boom Chicka Pop should sponsor me because I've bought, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I've bought like one of everything because I was like, I haven't seen Emily in months. We're gonna watch movies. Yes, we're gonna eat popcorn. It's just gonna be good. So, um, anything else you're loving this week?
1: Um, I was loving my drive here. I yeah. listened to the What What's Next God podcast. Uh, I did. It. I listened to some good music. Yes, um, some Jose Gonzalez. Ooh. If you've never heard of him. I think the album is Heartbeats. I could be wrong, but it's just very good, very good music. Just basically, just guitar. What's the genre? Um, is it like is it Christian music or is it like no alternative it's, rock? It's kind of alternative, but it has like I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's very folky but indie, yeah. but kind of feels like it's from a different country. Ooh so i'm intrigued it's very good we're definitely gonna have to check it out it's like one of those songs that's in like those indie films that like just hits you to the heart yeah and and you feel known (gasps) find yourself in a character it's that kind of okay this is a fun thing about me and
0: emily on our first Ever hang out a few years ago Mm -hmm. when we became friends? We drove to um, a city that's about 40 minutes away from here, Tupelo, Mississippi, to go get some Japanese food randomly late one night. And on the road trip there, we were driving on the interstate. And I was like, Emily, I love listening to songs that make me feel so infinite and young and free. And it just makes me feel like I'm in an indie movie. And Me and Emily shared our favorite indie songs Mm -hmm. that time, not realizing that we would become best friends or that that kind of music would kind of shape and filter in and out of our friendship.
1: Yeah, or my favorite time with music is whenever we looked up songs that had our name in them. (sighs) That was hilarious. That was really funny. It was, it was funny. Very funny. Because
0: I don't feel like we actually really found sincere music. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, like I a rap song. Yours was
1: a rap song and mine was like... uh <laughs> 22 jumpsuit apparatus, or whatever yeah, that's yeah, yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> can you mend like, like, all very whiny, like, Emily, <laughs> you are the best. I love <laughs> you, girl. And You're mine is like, like,
0: gin. I can't even rap, so I'm not even gonna You're check. the coolest gin. You got blonde hair. Like, what? <laughs> no, stop. I was like, bobbing my head. <laughs> And I don't have cruise control, so when I'm listening to fast music, it makes me instantly start speeding. I look down, I'm going way too fast. Like, I'm like, <laughs> It's like pulsing through my veins. I'm like, Jen, that's my name. <laughs> so yeah. I know that when Emily is in town, we're going to have so much fun. so this week, what I'm loving is the presence of my BFF and well, I think- snacks, music, Time together. Movies. I'm hoping, like, I know you shouldn't really always hope for a sad rainy day because sometimes that brings people's moods down. Mm -hmm. But if we're going to be, like, in the house chilling, I would love some rainy day vibes whenever we do this movie thing. So maybe we can take a look at the radar. Plan it
1: around. So rain dancers, if you're listening, do a little (laughs) jig for us. Or maybe not. (laughs)
0: Okay. So today's episode is actually Jen's guide to dreaming with God. And so today I thought it would be so fun to ask Emily to come on because she is a dreamer. She's got so many dreams in her heart and Mm -hmm. she's also an Enneagram four. And so like she is an individualist and she's like she's like a field of flowers on the inside.
1: Wow. It's kind of
0: like, I never know what she's going to say. And just when I think she's told me everything she desires or everything (laughs) she's thought about for her life, she just pulls out this random anecdote about like, oh, don't you know, I've always dreamed about X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, what? I never knew that about you. So I feel like if anybody has some insight on dreaming with God, it would be Emily. So I wanted to bring her on here today and kind of talk about this subject. So one of my favorite quotes about dreams comes from Lou Engel, who said, God had a dream and wrapped your body around it. And that shows me that we are dreamers because our father and creator God is a dreamer. So um, I'm also really into nighttime sleeping dreams. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could be a really fun episode for another day to talk about dream interpretation and why our nighttime dreams are super important. But today we're talking about all, all about the dreams in our heart. So what are some dreams that you had like when you were a little kid?
1: Um, whenever I was a little kid... I wanted to be a veterinarian. Yes. Um, I loved animals. I still love animals. Yeah. Um, and me and my friend, my one of my childhood besties, her name was Hannah. Yeah. Um, we were obsessed with 101 Dalmatians. Oh. And I would constantly have literal dreams of me being surrounded by Dalmatians. That's and what's so cute. really funny is, I had never seen a Dalmatian in real life until two years ago. What? And it was like this mind-blowing, like, oh, my gosh. Like it's it a Dalmatian. All, it all made sense. Like, it all came full circle. So yeah. one of my dreams was to be the best veterinarian I could be. Um, I'm not a veterinarian. Yeah. Um, but I still really love animals. Do you feel like there's, like, a facet of that that might come out in another area of your life one day? Like, mm-hmm. maybe you'll have a lot of pets or... Yeah. I mean, this is honestly my dream. Okay. This goes into another dream I had as a kid, and I still have to this day. I wanted to marry someone who has land or is like a farmer. Okay. Or...
0: There's our, our farm-loving girl.
1: <laughs> I was talking
0: to oh, Melissa Matheson the other day, <laughs> and she thought that I was the one who wanted a farmer. She, no. s- she said, don't you want a farmhand? hand?" <laughs> And I said, nope. No, um, that's not me. It's me. <laughs> I want a lumberjack-esque kind of guy, maybe.
1: I want a guy with a ton of horses. He can look good in a cowboy hat if he wants oh, to. Wow. I know. <laughs> there there are very many sides of me. I'm I'm always surprised
0: and also never surprised at the random guys that Emily is into. Mm-hmm.
1: So, <laughs> like, there's this guy, um, his name is Dean something. He's from Switzerland. He moved oh. to Africa, and he lives on this uh, reservoir. I don't know. I with don't, the animals. I don't think that's the right word. I know who you're talking he's about. And he's, like, best friends with the lions. Yeah. And he's become part of their pride. I sound like such an idiot right now. <laughs> I love it so much it's, and I he's in the videos of like they're like lapping up
0: water and he's like nuzzling their necks
1: and they're yeah, just like, other like he's people would think like lion. well, that's a little too far buddy they're going to eat you but he's become <laughs> their brothers yeah so hey So if you're out there, Dean, it's me, Emily, (laughs) Emily's
0: single, and she's looking for someone who plays with tigers
1: (laughs) (laughs) or Or lions. lions. He also has cheetahs and um, leopards, (laughs) (laughs) mountain
0: lions, little monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm terrified of monkeys. So yeah. Okay. um, So when I was little, I had a lot of. Dreams too, and like there were a few of them. Like I changed my career path in my mind all the time as a kid. I remember um, I wanted to be a singer, and I, I in like my first first or second grade yearbook, I saw it when I was home visiting family. Um, there was a section that was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I just put a singer. And it's so sweet because so many of the um, job experiences I've had Mm -hmm. in the past 10 years have involved singing. Uh And so, like, I remember when Annie um, came out as the Disney movie, like, in the early 2000s. I remember, like, I would – like run around the house, scrubbing the floors and singing "Hard Knock oh Life." Oh my gosh! Like it was my job. I can see it in my head. <laughs> and it's like I didn't even know about Broadway at that point, but like I was destined for Broadway. And it's so That's funny sweet. because like I don't really, I don't really do any like theater performance kind of stuff mm-hmm. now. But today, even I was cleaning my house and I had some show tunes on, yeah. and I was just letting my heart go free with a with a Pippin soundtrack, and I was like. <laughs> This is this is like the dream for that yeah. is has been in me since I was like eight and is still there. Yeah. Um another one that I had was to be an interior designer. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like I used to watch a lot of TLC with my mom. We'd watch like trading spaces and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to be an interior designer. <laughs> and so I would have like this notebook full of all of these like houses that I decorated or like I'd want to be a fashion designer so I'd always draw this same girl every time she was blonde she had on like a hot pink shirt (laughs) and bell bottoms with heels now that I'm thinking about it it sounds like the Lizzie McGuire cartoon yes (laughs) so it really does really I was just drawing the Lizzie McGuire cartoon but now I have my own cartoon to draw hey look it all comes full circle there you go (laughs) circle of life Okay, what are some more dreams you had when you were, like, growing up? Maybe not just when you were a kid, but, like.
1: Um, this is slightly embarrassing, but, hey, nothing's off limits, <laughs> I guess. Um, I used to want, well, I guess I still do. Yeah. Um, be, like, a speaker. Wow. Um, like, maybe a motivational speaker. Yeah. Or, like, someone, like, just an to encourage, kind of like the Brene Brown type yeah, stuff.
0: like TED Talks and, yeah, and encouragement.
1: Yeah, so I used to – oh, my gosh, this is embarrassing. I used to, like, lock myself away in my room and practice telling my testimony or, like, <gasps> telling my viewpoint on things, and I would make up the most bogus stuff, like stuff yeah. that wasn't even real. <laughs> like, did you hear that – <laughs> <laughs> lizards are now malnourished and we need to be more eco-friendly and welcome in the lizards <laughs> into your home. Like it's a part of our culture now. Like just like convincing, felt like I had to convince imaginary people in my room. Yeah. And honestly, I was a little too old for that. Maybe Probably maybe what other same. people <laughs> would think that is too old, yeah. but I don't think you're too old for an imagination. No. Yeah, for sure. Because
0: that imagination... Like now, if you if you had been if and I know you have, if you've been stewarding that kind of imagination mm-hmm. even since you were a kid, now as an adult, the people that have stewarded that are the people that become authors, that become yeah. film writers, the ones that write music, because they've let that childlike imaginative thing. Explore and they're not uncomfortable with letting their minds and their hearts go there. So I don't think that's lame at all. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so I feel like the Lord is actually the one that gives us these dreams mm-hmm. and puts them in our hearts, and that's why even as children, a lot of times we kind of know what we want to do because we're those dreams have already been in there. Um, whether we end up doing that thing or not. So um, for me, as an eight-year-old, I wanted to be a singer. And now I'm a music teacher. And it was like I was following that path of like, okay, I want to be a singer. So I'm going to practice singing. Like now I can see that has unfolded in different ways in my life or like with you and the speaking thing. Like, did you ever want to be a comedian? Because you were like one of the funniest
1: people I've known. No. Actually, I didn't know I was funny until I moved from home because it's funny you cultivate what you notice about yourself and what others notice about you and no one told me I was funny whenever I was younger or anything like that and so I just thought I was just some plain Jane and then I moved back home where I come for visits and my mom is talking to people like yeah Emily's one of the funniest people ever and I'm like what yeah I am so, even I, I think too, like people cultivate your dreams. That is really, really good. I've actually been thinking about that lately,
0: like this idea of what, like the way that we treat people and the way that we either encourage or discourage the things they want to do can actually kind of shape them in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's made me want to be more aware of encouraging people when I see that there's something that they yeah. have a spark for. Um, I remember I used, I've used i done art my whole life, and you've kind of seen me on my art journey from living with me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got into art again in the past couple of years, I was super insecure about it. I'd kind of hide it from you when we were roommates. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even tell you for the first couple of months that I had an art Instagram. Yeah. I was so insecure, and... I feel like a big part of that was like I was doing art my whole life, but I was never in like art class and like or I never did art lessons. And then when I was in art class in high school, I always was like a B or C student. Like I was not one of the gifted ones. The teacher didn't think I was great or had like anything Mm. special. And nobody was really calling that out. And so I was just like, maybe I'm just kind of mediocre at art. Mm. And it's like the more that people around me have been like, no, there's actually something there, the more I've wanted to steward that thing. So it's like that dream for art was in me when I was just a little kid too, sketching my (laughs) designs or doodles or patterns or whatever. And You're so right, like what people highlight or what you highlight in yourself are going to be those things um, that you're going to steward. Well, so I feel like when we're dreaming with God, we're at one of three kind of stages of that um, process. You're either You're either in that promise phase where you have this dream, you have this desire and you're just kind of waiting for it or you're in the process of it, kind of walking it out and trying to Mm -hmm. see it unfold or you're in like that fulfillment kind of moment where like you've had this dream and it's come true. Yeah. So like, are there any dreams that you have that are just kind of in that like, oh, that would be really cool. But you don't feel like you've gone through the process yet or you don't think you've seen the fulfillment. Like, are there any dreams that just like, whether it's the being of that thing or something that just comes to your mind that makes you think like, oh yeah, I do have this random dream.
1: Yeah. Now this may be one that's not necessarily like super extraordinary. Yeah. But this is a, a dream of mine. Um, I have a dream to be married to yes. someone and live life with that. That is person. extraordinary. It that is so extraordinary. extraordinary. That's gonna be the rest of your life, you know. Yeah. So I have this dream, and the way that I cultivated, or what would you say, like yeah, the I second think, uh there's like the dream, the process, and then yeah, the the process, yeah, the process. Yeah, the process. That I have been doing, and this is like the first time in my life that I've allowed myself to because like for the longest time, I'm like, that's not a dream when really it is because anything, any desire that the Lord has placed in your heart, I feel is a dream from God. That's so good. God has already had this dream and He's putting it in you. So my dream is to be married to an extraordinary person. And the way I, you know— put that out there and practice and like in my head is writing things down mm. traits that i enjoy about yeah. a person like not not like making a checklist but even like i recently have been writing down things i would love to do with my husband one day like maybe wow. like coming him coming home from work and me having a cooked meal And we're sitting there, we're enjoying it, talking about our day. Go outside, sit on the porch, like watch the sunset, listen to Fleetwood Mac, (laughs) listen to Led Zeppelin, listen to folk music. Like, just I write these things down so that one day when it does happen, I see that was a dream of mine. Yeah. And I prepared myself for it. That's really good. And you're like letting your heart go there. Mm -hmm. Um, For me,
0: even as I was writing um, some of these ideas out for what I wanted to talk about this podcast, I like had to set it down a couple of times and like come back to it because I was getting kind of emotional Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of dreams in my heart that I haven't seen come to pass. And I was thinking like, I want to share this podcast and I want to be vulnerable about how painful it can be when you're in the middle of the process, like really, really, really desiring these things, but like not seeing them come to pass or feel like you're being tested by the Lord, just in a purifying process. Yeah. Um, and so like, I just kept getting super emotional and I didn't really want to think about it because sometimes it really can be hard having a dream and not being in the fulfillment phase of it yet. But I feel like it's super important to know that just as you said, if the Lord put those desires in your heart, they are dreams from God. And He wouldn't give you those dreams if He didn't intend on, like, letting those things happen and unfold in your life. Because honestly, if He's given you those dreams, He wants them more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, I have to realize that God is not this mean father that's, like, mm, well, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think you're good enough to have this dream come true. Like, mm. Mm, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, he, that's not his nature. He's yeah. a good father, and he gives good gifts to his children, and it's our job to, like, Wait on him and believe him for those things. Yeah. So, um, one thing for me that was like a huge thing in the past few years was having this desire to be um, a songwriter and a Mm -hmm. worship minister. And when I got out of ministry school, I thought that there were going to be so many opportunities, but the Lord told me, like, no, I want you to stay planted here in this church body that you're in and wait to see how these things unfold. And it was a super, super emotional, hard couple of years. And I was just like, God, why am I not getting to step into these things yet? Like this hurts. Like I see so many of my friends around me doing this Mm -hmm. and like, what's wrong with me? What is like, what am I doing wrong? And I mean, it was a couple of painful years, and anybody who stuck with me through that is a super good friend. I feel like that's right at the beginning of when we started being friends, and I I know you caught the tail end of that season of my life, but through that season, like I realized for me personally, I had so enthroned that dream of being this influential worship leader. I had so enthroned that in my heart that I kind of cared about that more than I cared about you know, the simplicity of following Jesus.
1: And so in
0: a way, like this is kind of intense to say, but I feel like I started to idolize my dreams over – loving the Lord God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yeah. And so I I know for me personally, there were some different things I had to lay down for a little bit. Um, and now I'm seeing the Lord, you know, giving me full mm-hmm. permission to run with some of these things. And it's great. But I just felt like that would be worth mentioning because maybe there's someone listening who feels like, man, I'm right in the process. Mm-hmm. I have could be years before my dream. You know, or before my dream comes true, before the fulfillment of that promise. And I just want to encourage anybody who might be in that place to just stick with it. Yeah. And keep going and just like allow the Lord to check your heart, but just keep your trust in him and he's going to make those things come to pass. Is there anything that you would yeah. say?
1: Yeah. Um I would just say, you know, we get frustrated at the Lord. Yes. During the between the promise and it being fulfilled or the dream and it being fulfilled because we're like well god i'm worthy of this because you've put this in my Mm. heart and mind and soul but god isn't going to let you have something that you're not ready for because he loves he loves you that much he does to let you go through that process and yeah it's painful and sometimes it's really embarrassing (laughs) Yeah. But it's true. He wants the best version of you to have the best dream that he has for you. That's right. And he knows that if you right now are not the best version, mm-hmm. you're going to spoil the dream and it's not going to last. That's right. And I don't know. Dreams do come true, but it comes with some pruning, yeah. some purifying, and like the idolizing thing. <clears yeah. <clears <throat> I think that's through that process, too, of like, Emily, I don't want you to idolize this. Jen, I don't want you to idolize this because I I want to be in it. Yes. And the best version of this dream is with me in it. Whoa. So. That's really good. I think that's really important to notice that God's not punishing us. He's yeah. He's not saying, well, you're not doing this, so you don't get this right now. It's. It's all a process and yeah. God has your best in mind. Yeah, so you're you're saying that he
0: basically demonstrates his love for us By sparing us the pain um, and embarrassment of ruining things maybe before our character is strong enough to kind of withstand the weight of Mm -hmm. those dream come true kind of things. Yeah. You know, and I feel like this is why Jesus was 33 years old before he started his public ministry. (laughs) Like, even Jesus, after he got baptized, had to go get tested in the wilderness. And the Holy Spirit is the one who took him to do that. Yeah. Or like David uh, being anointed to be king years and years before, and mm-hmm. then he had to go back to being a shepherd. And I like I relate with David so much because he's he wasn't really the 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 chosen one or the one that mm-hmm. got picked for a lot of stuff. Um, But he was faithful in the secret place. And the Lord heard the songs that he would sing on the hillside as he was faithful to save his sheep from lions and stuff. And it was like out there, he was building character and years after he got anointed to be King, he had to go through a process and then he got to be the King. He got to be chief musician. He got to have his songs sung in the temple. He got to, you know, Defeat these giants and do all this really cool stuff. And it's like, if he hadn't been faithful to endure those really difficult days where he felt unseen out in the pasture, he would have squandered everything when the Lord gave him a position. Mm -hmm. So you are so spot on. Like that resonates with me so much. It's like the Lord wants to spare us from embarrassment and pain, Mm -hmm. even though there's a little bit of pain in the waiting.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's really good. Um, anything else you would say about about dreaming with God? Like
1: mm-hmm. what's something
0: we can kind of hang our hat on or put some hope in?
1: Yeah. The scripture, I don't know the particular reference, but mm-hmm. um, that God goes beyond anything we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Um, like your dreams are big. Yeah. But you can only see what you see. You don't yeah. see the full picture. so. It's so funny. Some of our dreams seem outrageous and crazy. Mm-hmm. And God is <laughs> like, just you wait. Like, whenever I think about dreaming and God dreaming about my life and writing my story, I envision like Jesus in a lighthouse, like overlooking all of all of the earth and all no. of my plans and all of his plans and everything, and he's writing down like my day to day, just mundane things, and I'm like going up to the tower and I'm like, "Hey God, like when are my dreams gonna come true?" And before I can even say it, he turns around and says, "Just wait until I flip the page." Oh like, my
0: god! All these
1: mundane things, all these small things lead up to really big dreams. That's crazy. And the dreams you have right now. They're pretty small compared to, like, what God is actually going to do.
0: That's amazing. And it, it reminds me of, like, even 10 years ago, um, I had dreams about doing the things that I'm currently doing. Yeah. And just within, like, a series of 10 years, I'm, I've am i already done those things. So, like, if I just stopped, my like, put a cap on my dreams of 10 years ago, I would be able to be like, oh, well, I've done it, like. I have nothing left to do. Yeah. Like it's almost fun to be on this adventure with the Lord where you're always going to be dreaming of something. It's yeah. Like maybe you're dreaming about a husband. And so you're dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. <laughs> then it happens. It's like, oh, got the husband. Well, now yeah. it's like, oh, let's dream about our, you know, children and, you know, building a life together and building mm-hmm. whatever together and dreaming together. And then one day your whole family will dream together. And it's like. You'll have dreams for generations. Your dreams have dreams. And it's, whoa, that's crazy. To think about there could be stuff that was a dream of our ancestors that the Lord hadn't fully, maybe they didn't see the fulfillment completely in their lifetime. Yeah. And now we're kind of picking up the baton from people in our family lines. Yeah. Like, I wonder if your dreams, like, like you were talking about earlier, if some of those, like for being a public speaker- Or, you know, having a husband, like, some of those things were passed down. Yeah. And, like, that's part of it Hmm. because you're carrying these dreams from your family.
1: Yeah. All generations, man. Whoa.
0: Well, I'm excited, and I want to, like, get my journal out. And, like, (laughs) whenever I talk about these things, for me, I just want to, like, take these pictures and things that I have in my mind and just write them down so I can see them and, like, uh, be intentional to, like, Like you said, steward these things that are in my heart. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining me.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for your time. Have a wonderful wonderful day. day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And here is Jen's tip of the week. Yield your dreams to God. Seek first his kingdom and allow his kingdom principles to shape you and mold you into a person of character. Then, when you're ready, God will give you those desires of your heart. Um, The scripture I want to share today is one that I feel like is quoted all of the time, and rightly so. Some of these scriptures that we hear all the time, a lot of times in our culture, it's easy to like discount them or think, man, I've heard that one a million times growing up. It's just not that powerful. But the word of God is eternally powerful, even if it's one that we've heard all the time. And the scripture I'm about to share, I used to hear all the time and just kind of breeze right over it. And it was when I started to let the word sink in deep into my heart, that the words actually started unfolding like a beautiful pop-up book picture. (laughs) So the scripture I want to share today comes from Psalm 37, verses 3 through 6 in the New American Standard Bible. It says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. I'm going to repeat that again. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and He will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. All right, so here's Jen's guide to quiet time. Um, today, I want to meditate and reflect on the verse in Psalm 37, and I want to kind of reflect on that scripture and ask some questions that might help bring the scripture to life a little bit. So my first question is this, in what areas of my life am I doing what's good? What's What, what are the good things I'm doing? What are these... Um, these works or these gifts or these, these things that I'm using my time for that is doing what's good. What areas has God given me to dwell in and cultivate faithfulness? What are some, and these might be the things that you kind of do begrudgingly sometimes because faithfulness isn't always easy. What are those areas that you're cultivating faithfulness that might be kind of hard right now, but are actually preparing you for the promises of God? Am I delighting myself in the Lord, or am I allowing the dreams I have for my life to become idols in my heart? So what I want to leave you with this week is to commit your way to the Lord. And I love to end each podcast with a prayer, a prayer that you can kind of use as a guide to to get some more revelation from the Lord on this topic or just to, I don't know, to help you connect with this passage in a different way. So our prayer this week goes like this. God, I thank you for the dreams you have planted in my heart for my future. These dreams are beautiful and wonderful because they came from you. Lord, I trust you to make my dreams my reality. I'm not going to get there in my own strength by trying to scheme and plot and make these things happen. (laughs) I commit my way to you, trusting that you see me and you know when I'm ready for these desires and longings to come to pass. Thank you that you're not taunting me with these dreams. But you want them for my life even more than I do. I trust you completely with my future. I trust you completely with my dreams. Amen. I'm so glad that we got to talk together today about dreaming with God. I had so much fun having my best friend Emily on the show with me and talking about some of these things, and I'm honestly so inspired and encouraged to start dreaming with the Lord again. So um, if you have any questions on this topic or you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Jen.Detrouer. See you guys next time.